Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. You should all know Andy Reese by now, as he's been on the show a lot. Not only is he a highly sought-after speaker, coach, and mental toughness expert, but he has several decades of experience creating tactical solutions to improve mental performance. And today, we jump into something that we all do whether we're aware of it or not, and that is self-talk. It's the story that really creates our lives because over 90% of the conversation that's going on in our heads is subconscious. And that dialogue can either crush you or it can drive you to success. In this episode, Andy gives us practical strategies we can implement to overcome negative self-talk and to leverage the dialogue in our heads to achieve our goals. I can't wait to get into this one, but before we do, If you haven't joined the over 1,000 people getting my newsletter, Adaptation, you should check it out. Every Friday, I'll send you curated information and resources for your mind, body, and recovery to help you unlock your full potential. Check it out. The link is in the show notes. All right, now to my conversation with Andy. So let's lean in and learn from the best. Andy, how do we use self-talk? How do we leverage this to take control of that conversation that's going on between our ears? Because that, to me, in any endeavor is where the battle is won. I mean, first of all, we all talk to ourselves. And for those of you out there who are telling yourselves that, no, I don't talk to myself, you are, in fact, talking to yourself. So (laughs) the the key task there is then, okay, how do I control this narrative, which ultimately is the story that we tell ourselves. So we are the author, we're the editor, we're the producer of our own stories. And that narrative, the writing that happens is our, our self-talk of what do we say to ourselves? And some research shows that, you know, we have about 66,000 independent thoughts in a day. And that's debatable. We need more research on that. And only 10% of those are conscious. So what does that mean? So if you think about our thoughts are constantly flowing like a river, think about the undercurrent of our subconscious thoughts. And 90% of how we think is subconscious. We're not aware of it. 10% of those thoughts are on the surface. So How do those thoughts manifest in our own conscious minds? Well, it's the self-talk piece, right? And so, again, if we can understand how we talk to ourselves, and we understand that some studies show that 80% of our self-talk is negative, that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Think about if I have negative self-talk, I'm essentially undermining everything that I do. And a great example, go watch the Bill Buckner video, 1986 World Series. Everybody remembers Bill Buckner was the GOAT when being a GOAT was not a good thing. Like it's not the greatest <laughs> of all time. There's a little known interview that happens when it says, hey, Bill, we got game six of the World Series tomorrow. What is the best thing that could happen? You know, what's the worst thing that happened? And when they ask about the worst thing that happened, he says the ball goes through between my legs and we lose the game. We go to game seven. Well, guess what happened the next day? So the ball went through his legs. It goes to game seven. The Mets win the World Series when the Red Sox were ahead. It perpetuates the curse of the Bambino. So great example of how self-talk can turn into the self-fulfilling prophecy that is in our favor or against us. Mm, That is wild. So what do you do? Like, how do you interrupt this thought pattern? How do you gain awareness of what's going on? Maybe those are two things. Maybe you gain awareness, then interrupt. And then what's the action you take in a positive direction? Yeah. So like we talked about before, it's all about becoming a better thermostat, right? So am I aware of what my self-talk is. I'm aware of how my my self-talk looks like when I talk to others. And then I'm also, I look at how to regulate my self-talk, you know, to get, you know, from negative to neutral to positive, which I'm going to hit on here in a minute too. So again, how do I become more aware of what I'm thinking? 
the first thing to do is to write it down. And so, for example, for those of you out there, have you ever counted your calories or looked at your meals over the course of the week? That's what I want you to do. I want you to take one calendar week. And when you have a meal, I want you to take some time to record what your thoughts are in the moment, right? And you can look back and reflect back. But if you can do that three times a day or at least once a day, you spend five minutes reflecting on the, the quantity and the quality of your thoughts. That helps you build awareness. There's some other great apps that are out there. I suggest Dalio or Habit Tracker. There's some great examples. Maybe AIM7 someday will have an ability for you to be able to record your thoughts on there as well. Hint, hint. And then you <laughs> can become more aware of what your thinking is. And if you're aware of your thoughts, you then are more likely to then be able to change what your thoughts are. So that's the first step is self-awareness. Okay. So once you're aware of what you're thinking, you've taken the time, let's say you've done a weekly thought log. Okay. Now what? Yeah, absolutely. So now you've identified, you know, what your patterns of thinking are, you know, how they show up in terms of how, what do you say to yourself? Right. And you understand what's hurtful and what's helpful and specifically when that type of self-talk shows up. So negative self-talk is undefeated, right? It's completely undefeated. It's not going to help you ever, but it's built into who we are. It's kind of like the evolutionary angel and devil that's built into us. But the devil isn't all bad because the devil's designed to be able to then help protect us, right? It's mm. protected our ancient ancestors on the savannah, but is a little bit, he has a little bit of a sensitive alarm that's not congruent with the threats that we're up against today. Now you have, again, the angel has the positive self-talk. I call them the liberator and the dictator, by the way, because the dictator, it's kind of like, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen in the dictator movie. He's kind of <laughs> funny. He's kind of a jackass. Like, you know, he's really not that all that bad. But the liberator, the special forces guy, like he's there to free the oppressed. He's there to free the oppressed of oppression of your mind. So if you want to be able to feed the oppressor and you want to suppress the dictator. So what does that look like? Right. And what I say is through ACT. Um, or what I call as ADC. So ACT is acceptance and commitment training. Dr. Stephen Hayes from the University of Nevada. So the first thing you want to be able to do is then you want to, again, I'm aware of it. Now I now accept what my self-talk is. Okay, so for example, I just made a huge mistake. I sent off an email I shouldn't have, and I can't take it back. And I now have no control over what this negative email is going to be like. And it creates a conversation that may happen, you know, maybe like going to turn into conflict in the workplace. Okay, so I say, oh, crap. That's what 99% of the population says. Oh, crap, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's Now I accept the fact that I, you know, something bad just happened, right? Now, what am I going to do? I'm going to detach myself and I'm going to be observe that, you know, try as objectively as possible. Knowing that human beings are not 100% objective, we're subjective. I now detach myself from my thinking because we are not our thoughts. I'm going to say that again. It's a really important point. We are not our thoughts. So you want to detach from them, observe them in real time, and then you want to then commit if it goes from negative to neutral. So think about a stoplight. So if I'm taking thinking about positive self-talk is the green light thinking. I think about negative thinking is my red light thinking. My yellow light is neutral. That's that's a warning, right? So I want to move from negative to neutral, right? So what does that mean? So like, okay, I just sent that email and I can't take it back. What am I going to do now, right? Now that's the C piece. So I've accepted it. I've detached it. And I'm going to commit to it. Now I'm going to commit to taking the next best step towards a small victory. So in this case, it may be like, all right, I'm going to call this colleague and I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to have a conversation. Right. And that may mm -hmm. start like, Hey, look, Jane, I'm sorry. I, I just sent this email. Here's what I meant, meant about it. You know, can we have a conversation? Right. And now I'm taking the best next step towards a small victory. Right. Again, a small example of something that we could do every single day, ADC using that stoplight model to be able to improve your self-talk. 
Did you know that Americans spend $265 billion a year on their health and fitness and over $20 billion on wearable technology? But sedentary living, obesity, and chronic disease are skyrocketing. And in the U.S., longevity is decreasing. Why is this? Two things. One, data alone doesn't solve your health problems. You need actionable recommendations tailored to your needs. Number two, people need a simple habit-building and sustaining process that leads to success. AIM7 solves both of these problems. This app turns your wearable data into actionable recommendations for your mind, body, and recovery so you can look, feel, and perform your best. If you haven't joined AIM7, you should hop into our next cohort. This isn't just an app you download. You get four Zoom calls with our team to learn how to build adaptive capacity, sleep, mental fitness, and so much more. So sign up now by clicking the link in the show notes and join the next cohort. There's over 2,300 people waiting on the waiting list. But if you mention in the sign-up process that you're a Blueprint Podcast listener, we'll move you right up to the front. Now back to the show. So I journal. I go, okay, I'm accepting the fact that I'm really negative about this thing right here. It just keeps showing up over and over and over again. Now I need to detach myself and go, Eric, you aren't these thoughts. Yeah. And then I need to commit to some type of action proactive action of maybe reminding myself throughout the day when maybe these triggers come up or do I put a note somewhere that like, uh, I'm just going to throw something out there. This is not what I'm thinking, but Eric, you're going to fail at this whole business thing, right? Like yeah. this is failure things coming up. It's too hard. You know, the economy's like this, da, 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 da. No, 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 That, that's not me. That's not the, the real, that's not reality. Yeah. Now, like what, like, where do I interject those positive yeah. thoughts or those proactive thoughts that lead to better action? Yeah, hundred percent. And so in, in this case right here too, it's, uh, it's really identifying also your affirmations, um, and your positive self-talk. Right. And so there's, there's different types of self-talk. We want to get into what those are. The most common ones are instructional and affirmational, right? So let's talk about affirmational mm -hmm. real quick too. So Again, just like IBL, I logged what my, my thought pattern is. I've identified my negative thought patterns, that red light thinking. Um, I started to leverage my neutral thinking that allows me to shift from red, from red to yellow. Now I really want to double down and accelerate and get good sets and reps on my affirmations and my instructional self-talk. So what that really does evolves is you first reflecting on what your core values are, those principles that are a part of your identity, Right. So mm -hmm. for example, for me, that's about competition, that's about service, and that's about learning. So I am a competitor, right? You know, so as I was getting ready for my triathlon, this idea was like, hey, I didn't really feel like a triathlete. Um, I don't look like a triathlete. It's not part of my identity, right? But what I could identify with is being a competitor, right? I'm always trying to make myself right. better and make other people better as a result of that. And what I'm doing is for a cause of serving others. So I leverage that value of being of competition to, to turn into a belief about I am a competitor uh, or I am a fierce competitor. Now I've qualified that, right? You know, and I'm a relentless competitor, right? So regardless of what happens, that means and that becomes a very strong belief system. And a lot of the research shows that our belief system is incredibly powerful and it really drives our attitudes and behaviors because be beliefs are really the lens in which we see ourselves and see others, right? So if you can leverage that prescription lens, you're going to write that prescription lens in terms of what you say to yourself through your affirmations. The other piece is the instructional, which tends to be a little bit more neutral in nature too. But you, again, you want to talk about three to five things, you know, that are, and again, here's a way, a, a script for you guys to use to, to be able to look at whether or not my self-talk 
positive self-talk is effective. There's the four P's of self-talk. Number one, it's got to be personal. It's written in the it's written in the first person. You can't say your name because some research shows that saying your own name gets your attention, just like when you say other people's name. But what I would recommend is that you say I, right? You know, so I am specifically, right? You know, not I will, because it's going to be in the present tense. So if something's going to happen in the future, that's the next piece. It's got to be right now, like you're doing it now, even though it's going to happen in the future, right? The next thing has got to be powerful, right? It's got to be something that evokes emotions, and it's something that's memorable, maybe related to an experiential um, piece there as well, too. And the last is purposeful. So it's aligned with your mission and what your intentions are towards accomplishing your goals. So again, four P's of self-talk to, to look at your checklist, to evaluate. That is personal, it's present tense, it's powerful, and it's purposeful. Oh, this is good. I am... I will I will tell you right now. So I'm preparing for a series of demo days across the state of Texas. And I've been practicing my pitch over and over and over and over again. And you prepare for I mean, you prepare so you can do well, but you also prepare for the moments that things don't go right. I've had it where somehow the formatting of the slide wasn't good or you miss up on a word and you want to. So in this situation, as I'm preparing for this and the before the I should be like, like even practicing in my office, like, Hey, I'm prepared. Uh, I have a powerful message for people that's that can change their life. I've done this before. I'm ready to do it now. And then like, go do it. And like, remind yourself instead of like, your mind wants to drift over into, Oh, this is a scary thing. Oh, there's a lot on the line, all this kind of stuff. Does that kind of sound like I'm in line with what you're talking about? 100%, Eric. And and I would take it another further step. Like, you know, so I would make sure that you are intentionally getting the reps in, in terms of what you're saying to yourself in response to that situation. So whether things go well, or they don't go well, you're using your imagination, which is actually another mental skills imagery to be able to, what are you going to say to yourself? What are the affirmations? What are Mm. the attitudes that you want to rep out? So great example, I'm working with a young, uh, you know, star lacrosse player out in California and we talk about everything, his extra effort that he's putting every day is getting a, a hundred shots on goal after practice. And when he doesn't have practice, he wants to get another hundred shots on goal. I said, okay, what if we did the same thing with our self-talk, right? What if mm. the three things that you want to say to yourself, regardless of what the circumstance is, are you getting a hundred reps of your positive self-talk every single day before practice or after practice, right? And again, you're not beholden to a field or anything having to do with lacrosse. You can do it, you know, while you're doing something else, right? But if you're intentionally repping out that self-talk, that, again, moves things from the conscious to the subconscious, right? So now when I'm responding to situations where I don't have time to think, now I've changed the neural structure in terms of what my response and what my talk is, and that narrative will affect change. But the only way you can change those neural pathways is through deliberate practice. This is freaking awesome. I love this. Like, this is the blueprint right here. It's like people, if you're listening to this, like, you're going to need to go back and take notes. I, I wish I could show you. I think I've written on 20 things. You probably see my eyes going off the screen. I'm just taking notes because personally, this is how I grow. I mean, I get the great opportunity just to pluck people like Andy, bring them on the show and suck their brain dry. Um, Andy, if somebody's listening to this, they're like, hey, I need to improve this area of my life. Or maybe they have a child or they have an athlete or a coworker. How can they find you to get help? Yeah, please reach out to me at uh, Andy at design to perform.org. My email will put it, reach out to me directly. You can also find me on LinkedIn um, or on Instagram as well, too. I work uh, a lot with youth athletes, parents, and coaches. 
my a business partner, I, through a company called Mental Mastery, we're actually developing a platform to create a community for those three populations to get mental skills uh, out there to the masses and to make it more accessible because a lot of mental performance coaches aren't available at the youth levels. Um, and we believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to win from the inside out. I love it. Andy, thank you so much for joining me today. You're a stud. Thanks again for listening to the Blueprint Podcast. And if you were listening today and somebody came to mind that you know needs to hear this talk from Andy about how to take a hold of that conversation going on between your ears, please take a picture of it. Hit those dots in the top corner of the, of the podcast and share the link with somebody because this could really, really help change somebody's life. Thanks again for listening. and I'll catch you on the next episode.